0: Top of the morning to you. Hello, this is your girl, you know, Fabulous Frida, always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. This is the podcast station where we talk, where we tell, where we testify with testimonies and we definitely do some teaching. Hello, and today, 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 let me share with you what the spirit has to say in this teaching session today. Have you ever found yourself trying to figure out why is it that some of the things you do and you know you have good intentions when you do them but they don't turn out sometimes for your good have you ever found yourself being tempted to do some things and in your temptation it just made a big old mess And I mean, a messy mess, as they can say, a hot mess, a whole (laughs) mess. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because in this session, and I think I'm going to spiral it into maybe a three-part. I want to do some teaching on the law, the love, and the legacy. And I want to kind of come into, in this new year, of getting some clarity and understanding why it's so important to release from my conduct and my character anything, any debris of bitterness, anger, clamor, malice. You know, if you've been listening in and tuning in, even tipping in, you've been hearing me talk about before coming out of the year of 2023, going into the year of 2024, how important it is to release That bitterness, that anger, that malice. And then as we get into the year of 2024, this is what the Holy Spirit guided me to recognize and realize. That from the year of 2007, I mean 2017, I'm sorry y'all, I went back a real long one. From 2017 up until 2024 is seven years. And so according to biblical laws written back in deuteronomy which i'll know is one of the torahs is this five the first five books of the bible is considered as the torah and in that dispensation listen to me what happened was moses gave instructions to the children of israel and the jews on how god wants them to handle every 7 years is a year of release debt cancellation so when you get into releasing then it goes on and talk about even releasing your hired help if they work with you so long so release can be carried in many 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 different ways but oftentimes i think a lot of times we get caught up as a as a human being and i'm saying this by nature and the things we don't want to release and if our mind play tricks on us hello It'll convince you that the reason you shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't release something is because it's God. Oh, God, help me today. But I want to enlighten you in this message today to give you some insight to whether or not what you're holding on to, what you're hanging on to. Is it really sent by God? Is it really mandated and orchestrated by God? Or is it just something you decide to do and you want to play like? God got something to do with it and he has absolutely nothing hello <laughs> well I want to share with you from the book of James James chapter um let me see what chapter is this because it's, it's not it's James is not a large book in the Bible actually if you want my honest opinion, I think you should read the entire book of James. It, I mean, I, I think it only has like four four chapters, five. It has five chapters. But I want to read to you from chapter one. And then I want to jump over to Deuteronomy chapter 15, where I want to share with you about releasing debt release, debt release. I'm sure all of us could use some debt release. Hello. Now, in the book of James, okay, in chapter one, it says at verse seven, For let not a man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord if he wavering minded. I just added that little part. But let me back it up. Let me back it up to verse 5. If, and that's that's a big word with two letters. If any of you, that means anybody, any of you, any of you who lack wisdom. Let him ask of God that gives to all men literally, which means freely. That means you don't have to pay God to have wisdom. Hello? And only God gives wisdom. It's not how many books you study and how many degrees people get. Trust me. Only God describes wisdom. Why do I say that? Because you got to back it up in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 when it talks about the nine gifts of the spirit and one of them is wisdom and it talks and tells you that god gives those nine gifts and he gives them to whom he chooses. hello that's why you got some super smart folks they ain't never went to college i'm just saying hello and then you got some smart people who did go to college but the point of the matter is Wisdom don't just come because it dropped down in our brain because who we think we are or what our positions and titles. It is given by God. Make sure you note that. hello. So it says, and then he gives it to you freely. upbraid it not and it shall be given unto him. Verse number six, but let him act in faith. Nothing wavering. See, everybody can't handle wisdom. Solomon asked for it in Ecclesiastes. He told God, he said, when God said, okay, I'm going to give you whatever your heart desires, you just let me know. And Solomon said, I just want the wisdom to discern good people from bad people. Hello? I'm just saying. Even though God said, that's all you want? Okay, well, since you that's all you want, I'm going to bless you to be rich. But this is the thing. Everybody can't handle wisdom because one thing about wisdom, wisdom means you have to walk in a certain way. You have to conduct yourself in a certain conduct and character, and you have to be wise enough to know when to hold it, when to fold it, when to walk away. That's what wisdom teaches you. And so you can't be worried about being pushed out and pumped out and all that other stuff that people want to be concerned about because wisdom don't operate like that. So everybody can't ask for wisdom and they can't handle what comes with wisdom. Hello, let me finish reading and then you will understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. It said, well, let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed. Can you imagine that? The sea, and you're on that sea, driven by the wind and just being tossed. It said, for let not that man or woman, which means when they say man, mankind, think that they, he, she shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. Mm. Now, just think about that. If you ask for something and you don't understand why you're asking for it when you ask for it, then that means you're wavering. And according to the Bible, you're unstable. And this is why, let me tell you something. See, profound teaching will make you say farewell to a lot of folks hello (laughs) because see growing up a lot of people felt that they couldn't tell me things but that's because i used to look and listen to their own lives and they was so wavery it's like who you first off hello i'm just saying how can you teach somebody something When you so wavering, then the Bible says your mind is double-minded and you unstable in all your ways. And I don't have to listen to people who already show me they unstable in all their ways. I'm just going scripture, hello. So, sometimes people, you know, they don't know what they know because they don't know the word. And then they want to make it personal. And they want to think because people don't listen to them. Well, I don't listen to people who double-minded. And unstable, I'm just saying, in all their ways. Now, that what the words say. Let me move on to verse number 12. It said, blessed is the man that endureth temptation. That's where I want to get to right there. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. When the Lord has promised to them that love him. Because when you endure temptation, what does that mean? That means you show God that you love him. That's simply what it means. It says, so at verse 13, it says, so let no man say when he is tempted. Y'all got to grab this. I am tempted of God. Hello. Have you met people like that? They really have the audacity to say, well, God led me to go to the club, meet this man. Ooh, and he was so fine. And I took him home, and I gave him some, some 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 wine, and we and 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 we did the sin sin sin. Like really? God didn't have nothing to do with that. Hello, I'm just reading what the words say. It's saying, that's why you got to be careful when people say what God told them. Because if God, if it don't match the word, that's a lie. God ain't tell them to do nothing that don't back it up in his word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And the more you know God's word, the more you'll know when people lie to you and tell you something God told them. And you know it's nowhere in that word. And it don't match what the word say. I mean, they can't make it match. And they can't make it make sense. Because it's not in the word of God. And so you got to be careful. And this is one of the things. This is my meter. I don't know about nobody else. But this is my meter. I can tell when people talk about God talked to them. No. You know you can be led by strong discernment. You can be led by the Holy Spirit. But if you don't know God's word to tell me God's word. God ain't talking to you. Hello. So you can't talk to me to tell me what God said. Because my Bible said in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the Word was God. So you don't know God's Word, you don't know what's with God, and you don't know God telling you what to say. Hello? I'm just saying, make it match and I can make it make sense. At verse 13, it said, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempt he any. Hello? Any. Any. Man, But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. That's that's what happened. Our flesh, our lust, and we have the audacity to say God God ain't had nothing to do with that flesh and that mess. I'm just saying. And people need to stop lying on God. Now, I know it get tight because people don't want to hit it. That's why I'm going to do a three part series coming out of the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15 the season of release in this 2024 because a lot of people don't allow the enemy to get them stuck and stagnated and he's blocking your blessing that's that's all that's occurring I can tell you that because that's what the enemy comes to do he comes to steal kill and destroy and he's first gonna start out with whatever tempt us. he see that's all the devil can do y'all need to get this and grab this the devil can't make you do nothing. The devil can only tempt you. Oh, God, help me today. The devil can only tempt you. When Jesus was in the wilderness and he fasted for 40 days, listen what the Bible said, and he was tempted. That's all the devil can do. He can only throw something out there. And if you entice because you already lusting, hello, then of course, what does the Bible say? Every man when he tempted, he drawn away. By his own lust. That means you had to think about it. You had to want it. Like it. Love it. Feel it. And then whatever. And so once the temptation entice you. And people can say. Oh no. I ain't enticed. Yes you are. Because I promise you. I had to be enticed. When, when people commit sexual immortality, which I feel is one of the most prevalent sins in the world, sexual immortality. Well, well, let me take that back. The, the, the most prevalent sin I feel in the world is our mouth. Because, you know, sometimes it just gets so out of order. And the second most prevalent sin in the world, I feel, and this under I feel, I believe. Let me put it that way. I believe is sexual immortality. Now, this is the thing. Most of us, when we committed, trust me, you'll never lay and play with somebody. You are not drawn away by your own lust. Something about that man or woman had to interest you. You had a lust for it. And people may say, oh, no, I did Yes, you did. And I had, I remember asking somebody, I said, well, you know what? Because they tried to say God had something to do with them meeting that person. I said, uh-uh, honey, that was your lust. And they said, Oh no, I just feel like the Lord God told me. I said, Let me tell you something. If that was a person that weighed 500 pounds and was a midget, I'm just saying. Do you think you would have been in a bald spot with the hair growing around by the ears? I, I tried to paint a picture with something. They told me, Oh no, I know I wouldn't. Have. See, why? Because that didn't lust you, you weren't tempted. See, you weren't tempted. And this is the thing with people. They tell lies. Hello. I'm just saying, we all get tempted by something we're enticed by. No matter what that person, they may not look the way we like them to look, but it's something else that's going to entice us. It could be their money. It could be their charisma. It could be them paying us attention like the girl on the soaps when her, her husband didn't pay her attention, but she had this this guy that he she knew he was messed up, and jacked up from, the toe up from the floor up in his personality. But he enticed her. You know how? Because she said, well, he loved me for me. He loved me for me. And when my own husband, I was always in competition with his first love. Hello? I'm just saying. At the end of the day, whatever we get engaged with that's not good for us or good to us, It's because we need to examine the lust that's in us. And why do we lust for things to entice us that we know is not good for us? Because what the Bible says, every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust, not my lust, but your own lust, and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, it bringeth forth death. It's been doing that since the Garden of Eden. I'm just saying with Adam and Eve. Verse 16, it say, Do not error, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. This is how you will know when you with the right or wrong person. Is it a good gift? Is it a perfect gift? Did it come from above? Did it come from the Father of light? And this is how you will know. Because it says that at verse 18, of his own will beget he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruit of his creature. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear Slow to speak and slow to wrath. For the wrath of men worketh not the righteousness of God. It said, Wherefore lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive the meekness, the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. Because when you just hear and you don't do what the scripture said, you just deceiving your own self. Hello? You deceiving your own self. So this is the point where we get in life. This is why I don't fall out with folks. Because whatever somebody do, if it ain't right, guess what? They deceiving their own self. Because one thing about it, I study my word. Hello. And this is the thing. I'm not just a, a speaker of the word. I'm not just a talker of the word. But I also put into practice the things I say. I hope somebody grabbed it along the way. I practice what I say. I practice what I preach. Hello. Because if not, I would be a hypocrite. So I just wanted to share today don't blame god because what you do is block your blessings and i'm gonna tell you so i'm not gonna get into deuteronomy uh, chapter 15 right now but but i'm gonna come back to it i'm gonna start a three-part session because and i may do it later today or tomorrow as the holy spirit lead because it's important in this year of release but i wanted to first give people some understanding about whatever you got going on in your life. This is the beginning of the new year. You know, they claim most people ain't going to keep their resolutions anyway past the first five days. And then they say, you know, another percentage fall off in three months and then five months. And then by the end of the year, people making the same resolutions at the beginning of the next year. (laughs) But this is the thing I want to share with you is this. We're going to still walk by faith. And we're going to let faith be shown in our deeds. What is our deeds? The things that we do. And in our words. That we're going to walk into controlling our own selves and our own mouth to the place and point that we can be able to let go. I'm telling you, I keep hearing the Spirit say people got to let go of bitterness because it's blocking the blessings. Bitterness is blocking the blessing. I'm going to share with you some other insightful information, again, from Deuteronomy chapter 15. If you want to go ahead and begin reading it. And um, when you get to the part of release, actually, Deuteronomy, to me, in my summary, if I had to give a summary of the entire book, uh, the Holy Spirit gave to me love, laws, and legacy. And this is what I want to come back and bring to you on the next podcast. But today, I wanted to prepare your spirit to understand whatever you reject, whatever you turn from, whatever you do, that if it's tempted and it's not the right thing to do, it's not a good and perfect gift from above. And we know what it feels like—the gift of a bird. We're gonna talk about that also in Deuteronomy, because it tells you in the book of Deuteronomy, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around it may be verse um twenty-seven or maybe verse thirty, where it talks about—I mean, chapter thirty. I'm sorry, it talks about how even understanding what the heavens want us to do understanding what god want us to do it's not complicated it's not hard and all these people be talking about well you got to reach that revelation you got to come to that understanding but i want to enlighten you from what the scripture says because god gave all of us the ability to know right from wrong so it's nothing that we need to get this grand uh revelation and we need to be biblical scholars and read the Bible to know, mm-mm, 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 that's not true. See, that's another thing people tell lies on and tell, tell lies about God. And say, well, God, until God gave it to me, well, you know what? He gave it to you. Now, the thing is, what you're going to do with it is the key, is the question to the answer, to the, to the key, to the question, to the answer. But I just want to say today, you know, get your mindset for the next three. As the Holy Spirit leading me. Next three podcasts. We're going to teach on coming out of Deuteronomy. We're going to talk about law, love, and legacy. Law, love, and legacy. Because we're in this season of release. Deuteronomy chapter 15, the seventh year from 2007. If I didn't say it, let me say it. And if I did say it, let me repeat it. Let me reiterate. From 2007 until 20 i mean lord jesus 2017 why i keep going back so far now i do remember i said it early on because same thing happened but with uh 2017 to 2024 seven years we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about why it's so important stay tuned you know, to get this information because it's going to help carry you through 2024. It's going to also give you some solidifying of why it is sometimes you find yourself in life taking five steps forward and 10 steps backwards. Why are these things occurring to me? Why is this stuff keep happening to me? Why I can't seem to get it together? All those why, why and when questions. And, 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 and they're going to unfold in going through some of the things in Deuteronomy chapter 15. That's going to enlighten you. And it's going to be in the early part of the year to help give you a place of turnaround. If you have a major resolution or so if you've already fallen off the wagon as they predict in that percentile with the first five day people. <laughs> Then hopefully this message as we come in a part one, two, and three will solidify you. But the most important thing I hope you took from this message today is this. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through, it's not because God tempted you if it's not good and if it's not righteous. God had nothing to do with it. And I had to wrestle with that. Even in my second marriage. Because I used to put God in the midst of stuff. That God went in the midst of. God said I didn't tempt you or tell you. To marry that person. That's something you was enticed to do. By your own lust. Hello. And lust brought forth sin. And I just thank God. That he graced me to still be alive. And we're going to talk in Deuteronomy. Chapter 15 how now is time to release many things that's been going on with us for years and years and years and why those things are occurring year after year after year and what can we do to turn it around and change it again stay tuned in to wdgs on your podcast station. And as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, God blessings. Let this message download. Go ahead and go over the scripture. Read the book of James. Take notes and let it saturate and resonate in your spirit. God blessings upon you. I appreciate you. I do, I do, I do. I'm humbly thankful and grateful. Always. Bye for now.